Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right, golf is the language spoken here 52 weeks a year. We are your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio. It's Tita Green, the golf show. We come your way from the fabulous five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, the home of Tita Green. I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Butenhoff is away today. Great to be with you. Thanks for making Tita Green part of your weekend. A big-time show for you today. This week in Rochester, New York, the final major of the season, the PGA Championship, gets underway at famed Oak Hill Country Club. Rory McIlroy is the defending champion. It's the 95th PGA Championship. This event started way back in like 1916 and some 55 years ago the 1958 PGA Championship was played at Lanark Country Club near Pittsburgh. It was the first PGA Championship to switch from match play to stroke play and it was also the first PGA Championship to appear generally on TV around the country and the winner of that event, the 1958 PGA Championship, just happens to be our guest on Tee to Green today. Once again, we're happy and proud to bring you Dow Finsterwald, the former Broadmoor director of golf, now in semi-retirement. Uh, he still makes an occasional appearance now and then, and he is a Tee to Green regular. We get him on every year on our show right around the time of the PGA Championship. He's headed out to Oak Hill and Rochester, New York for the event this week. But first, he's stopping here to talk to us today. Dow Finsterwald, coming up on Tee to Green. It's early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven, I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord, what am I going to Help me keep my head down, save me from those double bogey blues. Boy, are we excited about this. Tee to Green is now available on iHeartRadio Talk. It's your favorite shows and personalities done your way. That's iHeartRadio.com Talk. You can get the app at iHeartRadio.com. Then search for Tita Green. We're teeing it up with Dow Finsterwald. Today's show, Worldwide on American Forces Radio and Coast to Coast on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Game Golf is revolutionizing golf, and now you can be a part of it at GameGolf.com. If you've heard about crowdfunding and wanted to get involved in all of the excitement around creative, groundbreaking companies, now you have the perfect opportunity with GameGolf.com. Game Golf lets you quickly and easily measure every aspect of your actual round. Go to GameGolf.com today to discover golf's newest and most innovative interactive technology. With Game Golf, you can track all of your shots and connect with your friends from around the corner to around the world. See your game, share your game, compare your game, and compete like never before. Graham McDowell and Lee Westwood are both early adopters, and you can be too. It's more than a great new product. It's a chance to be a part of something that will change the way golf is played. Go to GameGolf.com today and join golf's global revolution. You can see all of the perks that help make crowdfunding the most fun you'll have away from the links. Check out GameGolf.com today. Know your game. GameGolf.com. 
Studies show that as many as 90% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D, making it one of the most common health concerns in the world. But all of that is about to change because now there's BioD Supreme, the absorbable vitamin D. This unique vitamin D spray quickly and easily provides a therapeutic level of vitamin D you need every day. Just a few sprays a day delivers 5,000 IU of vitamin D, the same amount recommended by doctors. Traditional vitamin D pills can lose up to 90% of their potency as they pass through our system, but BioD Supreme uses amazing new oral spray technology with a fully optimized blend of vitamin D and all the key cofactors so you get the vitamin D you need absorbed into your bloodstream in just seconds. Stop wasting your money on pills and get the spray. Call now and find out how to get your free 30-day bonus supply of BioD Supreme. Call 1-800-709-7805. That's 800-709-7805. Again, 800-709-7805. Call now. In 2000, the U.S. national debt was $5.6 trillion, and gold was $272 an ounce. By 2010, the U.S. debt was $13.5 trillion. Gold had risen to $1,421. Today, our government is projecting over $20 trillion of debt in the year 2016. Isn't it time you own gold? You can't control federal spending. But you can control where you put your investment dollars. Goldline has safely delivered billions of dollars in gold to its clients for over 50 years. Diversifying with gold is a smart strategy. Call Goldline today to receive your free investor kit, 800-319-9027. Ask them about payment options and read their important risk information to see if buying gold is right for you. Use your credit card for safety and convenience. Don't wait. Call Goldline today, 800-319-9027. 800-319-9027. We like to call it destination listening for dedicated golfers. You found it. It's Tea to Green, the golf show coming your way from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Once again, I'm Jay Ritchie, Scott Cuddy, our producer in our San Francisco studios. Jerry Butenoff has the weekend off this week. He's up in the mountains, Kremlin, Colorado. I think it's a couple hours away, maybe a little over 100 miles and he's involved in the unofficial horseshoe championships. <laughs> Figures, right? I, I was thinking about that. I haven't pitched. It's called pitching horseshoes. I haven't played horseshoes or pitched horseshoes for so doggone long. I can't even remember it the last time I did it. When I was a kid growing up, my uncles used to do it. And we used to go out in the back alley behind our house and set it up and, 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 and pitch horseshoes all day long. But that's what Jerry's doing this weekend, and he'll he'll get us an update, I'm sure, when he comes back uh, uh, with us next week on the show. But in the meantime, we're here. It's the first week, first show in the month of August, first Sunday in August, and of course that means the PGA Championship right around the corner. We'll be talking to the 1958 PGA Champion Dal Finsterwald in a moment here on Tee to Green. But first, I want to remind you of something big and exciting coming up here in Colorado, and it's coming up in just a few weeks. It's the 2013 Howard W. Massini Mile High Long Drive Shootout. It's three days of long drive and fun this year, beginning with the Pro-Am event Thursday August 22nd at Keystone Ranch Golf Course, 1.30 shotgun start. If you want to get involved in this, and it, it, it would be a blast, a lot of fun. Plus, you're up there 
at uh, over 9,000 feet. So these long drivers, they're going to hit the ball even farther than usual up there. And you can hit the ball a little farther, too. Keystone Ranch, great golf course, 175 bucks a player, 130 shotgun start on Thursday, August 22nd. Then they'll move to Denver the next day at the Park Hill Golf Course, $99 per player. That's a pro-am event. And uh, if you can't make it to the Keystone event the day before on Thursday, maybe you can catch the one at Park Hill in Denver on Friday, August 23rd. And it's cheaper, 99 bucks a player. And then the actual prolonged drive event itself is the following day, Saturday, August 24th, at the Park Hill Golf Course. It starts at 9.30. It'll run most of the day, and it's free to the public. You can drop in any time and check it out. You can register and get more information at www.davyjones.com. Dot mycustomevent.com. It's all in conjunction with the Youth Baseball Foundation of Colorado and the Win the Battle Foundation. And at the Keystone Pro-Am, there'll be a pro in each group, and there'll be some pros in the groups at the Park Hill event as well. And next week, Derek Hines from that event will join us here on Tee to Green. Well, sitting right across from me right now is our good friend, and we're so happy and proud to have him back with us on Tee to Green. Every year about this time, we, we get him on because it's very timely. The PGA Championship is coming up. He will be headed to Rochester, New York, and Oak Hill Country Club, uh, not to play in this year's event, but as a past champion to get involved in some of the festivities and some of the fun and to, to put in an appearance, as most past champions do at most events, especially major championships, and we're very, as I said, happy and proud to have Dow Finsterwald back on the show with us today. Hi, Dow. Well, good morning, Jay, and everybody. Uh, nice fresh air after that cleansing we got last night. Yeah, we got a little rain, didn't we? We got quite a bit around here. Have you ever pitched horseshoes, by the way? But when you talk about horseshoes, it sounds like my putting. It's close <laughs> counts in horseshoes, but not in putting. <laughs> we just had a moment here. Russ Miller, the current director of golf at the Broadmoor, walked by. Dow Finsterwald was the director of golf for 30, around 30 years before Russ, Russ took over the job. And it was kind of neat to see Russ stop by and shake hands with Dow as Dow was talking there. So, so you're comparing your putting to pitching horseshoes. That's what it's like. It's close, but no ringers. How's your health? I know you had some issues the last couple of years. and Was it last year we got you right after you had the open heart surgery? That was uh, the first week in July. Uh, was a year anniversary of same. And uh, I uh, everything they said was going to happen that I would need to have done some seven or eight years ago. Uh-huh. Right on schedule, pretty wow. much, and the way it went. And uh, so far, I'm pretty much on schedule again. So uh, I feel very fortunate, and uh, I'm able to play golf, uh, or what I call golf now. I wouldn't have called golf some time ago, but <laughs> I still enjoy getting out and playing and so many nice people and nice courses here in Colorado, especially here at the Broadmoor. As I say, I'm a very fortunate individual, I feel. you got to be kind of jazzed up, too, to be heading out to Rochester this week to get back to a championship that you won so many years ago. Well, yeah, it was 1958, but uh, Oak Hill holds another uh, fond memory. Is one of my first, uh, if not my first, uh, national championship. I played in the U.S. Amateur there in oh. about 1948, I believe it was. Oak Hill has been the site of many national championships, the Ryder Cup. Um, the PGA has been played there before, Hogan will. 
finished second, I believe, to Middlecoff in the U.S. Open at Oak Hill in 1956. So uh, it's a course with a great history, and it's ranked as one of the 10, uh, I guess maybe 12th best courses in the country. So, uh, yes, I'm very much looking forward to going back. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. But speaking of going back, I wanted to go back uh, into your history a little bit. Most folks know that you're, you're, not, you're not a young man anymore, but let's go back to you grew up in the 30s and the 40s at a time when, when golf maybe w- did, not, did not appeal to the masses like it does now. Uh, did you play golf at an early age did you play sports as a youngster and how did you how did you get into golf i uh wasn't a baseball player but i was a baseball fan in the middle 40s and i grew up in a small town in southeastern ohio and athens uh, ohio right athens ohio home of ohio university incidentally the first university in the northwest territory okay but um our golf professional went to Cleveland to work in a defense plant. The Second World War was still going pretty hard. Well, anyway, they needed somebody to sweep out the locker room, clean out the showers, general flunky, and just open the golf shop. Well, my father said if I wanted to save my money and go to the World Series that fall, uh, be fine. Well, came fall, I didn't go to the World Series. <laughs> I bought a set of golf clubs. <laughs> so uh, you might say baseball kind of was a motivator yeah. that led me into golf. And Do you uh, remember who played in the series that year? You know, I don't. Uh, I want to say Detroit was involved. Okay, probably the Yankees. They were involved. Well, for some reason, I don't know no, what if happened. If it was Yankees. Detroit, it couldn't have been the Yankees because that was yeah, American, right. American League. American League, right. Maybe the St. Louis Cardinals. They well, were they were very strong at that yeah. time. And uh, Cincinnati had been in the series, I think, in 39-40 along there. And that was another little thing I used to do from Athens. The B&O Railroad started somewhere over in West Virginia and Stopped in Parkersburg, Athens, Chillicothe, and into Union Station, right at, well, it's about four blocks from Crosley Field there in Cincinnati. Well, they'd, they'd get a day when they, they used to play legitimate doubleheaders. They were scheduled as doubleheaders. Uh-huh. It, it wasn't a makeup for a rainout or anything. It was just, so you'd get on the train, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning and get there at 11 and, uh, see the two games and 30 minutes after the game was over you better be on that train because it was going back wherever you came from <laughs> so it was a full day but it was a fun day yeah full, full day a long day at the ballpark yes it was did a lot you, of hot dogs now did you play where you, you said you, you were a fan you didn't play baseball but did you play any oh sports i played a little bit in junior your dad high was school. an athlete wasn't he pardon me your, your dad was an athlete wasn't he oh you might say that he played six years of college football <laughs> they, the eligibility it was he played un, when he was an undergraduate played at ohio for three years and then uh went to law school at syracuse so he was up there for so he did about six years and then he ended up officiating in the big 10 for 25 years so yes he was involved in athletics but yeah 
around practicing a little law. So there was some uh, uh, there was some sports and athletics in your in your bloodline, wasn't there? Well, yeah. we've been around them there now. Okay, we're talking to Dow Finsterwald, won the PGA Championship in 1958, finished in the top ten in major championships twelve times in his career member of the U.S. Ryder Cup. In fact, a member, a player, a captain in the U.S. Ryder Cup as well. And Dow Finsterwald is a player and a captain has never lost a Ryder Cup event, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to embarrass him today on yeah, a little it, more uh, on the show. But we'll come <laughs> back. We'll talk more with Dow Finsterwald right after this. This is T Degree. Listen carefully. First American Student Aid can now help consolidate your federal student loans. We can help lower your monthly payment on federal government student loans. Call us today. We'll review your situation and work towards consolidating your federal student loans. In many cases, we can lower your monthly payment in half or more. It doesn't matter how much you owe, how far behind you are on payments, or even if you are in default on your federal student loans. Call us right now to find out how we can lower your payment in half immediately. Plus, we can stop harassing phone calls, stop the wage garnishment, stop the tax liens, even remove your default status. Consolidate your federal student loans, lower your student repayments, and stop wage garnishments today. Call us now. We can help. 800-949-8707. Do you have an idea for a new product? I'm Kevin Harrington. As an investor shark on a hit TV show and infomercial pioneer, I've launched over 500 new inventor products. I've joined with InventHelp to look for new products for TV. InventHelp has been helping inventors since 1984. They can help you prepare your idea and submit it to companies for their review. While not every idea will work for television, InventHelp has more than 7,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. Do you want to find out how to try and get your idea in front of companies for their review? Well, call InventHelp today for free information. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. The call is free, and so is the information, so call InventHelp now at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800 631 9229. 800 631 9229. Call Lear Capital now. 
The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. Hi everybody, I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club. Today I want to talk to you about hitting out of the rough, give you a few tips on how to have a little more success. First of all, you want to choose a club that's going to advance the ball. You don't necessarily need the club to get the ball to the green, just something that you're going to advance, say an 8-iron, 7-iron. Also, grip the club with a little more grip tension because the club face will likely shut when it gets caught up in the long grass because it shuts you're going to aim to the right just a little bit keep that in mind because normally shots out of the long grass will have a tendency to go left that face tends to snap shut that's all for today good luck for more tips from mark check out the website tdgreenradio.com or visit your local pga professional the show by golfers for golfers you found it. It's Tita Green, the golf show. Jay Ritchie going solo today. Jerry Butinoff has the weekend off. We are worldwide on American Forces Radio, live and in real time on the Internet at sportsbyline.com. And you can get to that website through our website, tdgreenradio.com. Pay us a visit on our website, tdgreenradio.com. And while you're there, check out our Facebook page and give us a couple of likes. Help us out on that. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk. And stay in touch 24-7 also. That's new, iHeartRadio.com slash talk. You can hear Tita Green. Go add Tita Green to your daily pulse station on iHeartRadio Talk. We are with Dow Finsterwald, who served as director of golf here at the Broadmoor for 28 years. He's also served as PGA of America vice president uh, from 76 to 78. He was on the USGA Rules of Golf Committee. Uh, from 79 to 81. He was honored in 2007 by another Ohioan, Jack Nicklaus, at the 2007 Memorial Tournament in Dublin, Ohio. And in 2008, Dow was inducted into the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame. He won the 1958 PGA Championship at the Lanark Country Club just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And he's going out to Rochester this week for the 2013 PGA Championship played at Oak Hill country club we were talking before the breakdown you you said how you you kind of you got into golf through baseball because you were hoping to earn enough money working at a local golf club to go to to buy tickets to go to the world series but instead you didn't buy the tickets to the world series you bought a set of golf clubs so what made you fall in love with golf i think just being exposed uh, to the game of golf there at the athens country club uh, i just something I enjoyed doing and uh, although I didn't become uh, an accomplished player in that first summer I did uh, play well enough that I really got interested in it and uh, I uh, played high school golf as main thing uh, I did play basketball in high school but you know at 510 uh, well, that was decent height at <laughs> that, that yeah. day. But anyway, I uh, played high school golf. I uh, 
while I was going to college, I, not naturally, but I played on the golf team. And during the summer months, uh, I was able to go out and play on the regular PGA Tour at that time as an amateur. And during the summer, they didn't have enough players to fill up the field, so I didn't have to qualify. I mean, so I had some success. Uh, I think I finished sixth at the St. Paul Open, uh, of which, uh, you know, I, I played four tournaments and that. And then uh, in the summer of uh, 1950, I planned to play in St. Louis and Kansas City before school started in the fall. And in the last round, the fourth round of the St. Louis Open, I uh, shot 61. And at the time, that was the lowest score that had been recorded in a PGA tournament. Wow. They're all talking about Tiger Woods, who shot 61 just Well, the, the record of 62 had stood for about 23 or 4 years. Uh-huh. And I did that in September, and the following uh, Jan February, Al Bross shot 60 in the Texas Open down at Breckenridge Park. So I had the record for four or five months. But one thing I believe it did lead to was I was named as an alternate on the Walker Cup team. They named five alternates because the draft was in effect at that time, and the USGA just wasn't sure who all was going to be available of the, the original the, team. The military draft. Oh, excuse about. me. Yeah, yeah. military. So US how old were you when you got that first set of clubs? 44. Uh, you were like 15? 15. So in five years, you got good enough to go from your first set of clubs to actually getting out on the PGA Tour. Well, I was not competing for prize money, being yeah. an amateur, yeah. but uh, that round got me as an alternate, and then... The Masters not only invited the Walker Cup team, but invited the alternates. So I was the last alternate, but I got to play in the 51 Masters and the 52 Masters. Uh, but in 52, I had turned pro, and I don't know that today, if you win in, like the National Amateur and you turn pro before the Masters, I think you may lose your invitation if you're no longer an amateur. But anyway, I... Uh, was that a tough decision for you to decide to turn pro? Did you have any other options? Not really. I had taken a pre-law course, and I probably would have, uh, had I not uh, shown some future in the game. And I say this to, uh, about myself and to other young guys and ladies, that if you've got the desire, I think you ought to give it a shot because you might spend the rest of your life wondering whether you could have done it. Uh -huh. And you never know unless you really get out there and battle it. And I, I've kind of felt that I wanted to know, hey, was I going to be good enough to do it or not and give it a shot? Well, uh, I turned pro in... Uh, December of 51 at that time you had to be a pro six months before you could collect prize money so I had six months to finish my university or get my degree and then when I graduated before I went in the Air Force uh, that fall I got to play three and a half months on the tour and 
I had qualified for the U.S. Open uh, in 1952, and the University of Ohio had a policy that you needed to be physically present to get your diploma in order to graduate. Well, I got an audience, you might say, uh, with the assistant to the president and told him what it meant to me to be able to play in the Open. I would like to be uh, released from that commitment to be in attendance. And Butch Grover was the assistant to the president. He and my father had played sports together for years. I think it was pretty well set up. <laughs> but anyway, when I made the request, he said, well, you attended at Absentia. You might as well graduate the same way. <laughs> so I didn't make the cut at the Open, but I had uh, I had finished like fourth in the Western Open the last week in May. And, uh, so I made enough money to play all summer before I went in the Air Force for two years and was very fortunate during the years I was in the Air Force to be stationed at places in the South where uh, it was an eight to for job type uh, I was went to radar school I was supposed to be able to vector aircraft in uh, intercepts and such but after four o'clock I found a golf course just about so that was the first time that I had played golf for 12 months Ohio didn't have a whole lot of golf played in the winter so uh, it was a good two years I got to play some a few tournaments taking leave and there was no restriction against it, so I was uh, pretty much ready to try and play uh, when I was uh, discharged from the military in November of 1954, and so I started January 55 in Los Angeles and been kind of hacking around since. And play he did, not just hacking around like he says. He won the Varden Trophy in 57. That's awarded to the pro with the lowest scoring average over the course of the season. He was the PGA Player of the Year in 1958, and he finished in the money in 72 consecutive tournaments. That was second to Byron Nelson. Uh, the record stood for many years. Jack Nicholas, Hale Irwin, and Tiger Woods eclipsed it, but you're still in fifth place all time for the most finishes in the money, 72 consecutive uh, back in the 1950s. And of course, he won the 1958 PGA Championship. When we come back, we'll talk to Dal Finsterwald a little bit about that and uh, his finishes in major championships. He had 12 top 10 finishes in the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the PGA Championship. Dal Finsterwald, our guest today on Tee to Green. You've had 60-some-odd years to prepare for this moment. 60-some-odd years that added up to a squishy, squashy backyard squirt gun battle. And it's here, in this healthy little water war with your grandkids, that the question hits you. How did I get here? Is it just living in moderation or saving with gusto? Like getting 20% off your Rite Aid purchases every first Wednesday of the month with Rite Aid's new Wellness 65+. Plus. 20% off Wednesdays help seniors save big on water guns and everything else. Wellness 65 Plus also lets you accumulate points for every prescription, even Medicare, that earn you up to 20% off your Rite Aid purchases fast. It's one more way Rite Aid is helping you stay here, now that you've actually gotten here. Here, soaking wet and slinking through your own rose bushes. Stop by your Rite Aid, enroll free, and save this Wednesday with Wellness 65 Plus. With us, it's personal. 
Certain limitations apply. See your Rite Aid store or riteaid.com for details. Suffering from allergy congestion? Allegra D decongests. Allegra D depressurizes so you can breathe. Allegra D, a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine, plus a powerful decongestant that gives you 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. It even reduces swelling that can cause congestion and pressure. Allegra D, defense against allergy congestion. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Starts working in one hour, applies to first dose only. Use only as directed. Visit Allegra.com. If you're a Medicare member with diabetes, you may be confused over recent changes affecting where you can buy test strips. Don't worry. CVS Pharmacy continues to accept Medicare Part B coverage for diabetes testing supplies. Our stores carry all major brands and offer a 90-day supply at the same low Medicare copay as mail order. You may even qualify for a free one-touch or CVS brand meter from the manufacturer. So stop by your local CVS Pharmacy today. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are InSphere Insurance Solutions. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, InSphere Insurance Solutions can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. InSphere Insurance Solutions is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Time to work on your short game. Tea to Green helps you get it up and down. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. Hi, I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club, and today I want to talk to you about short game shots from just off the green and a couple of tips on how you might have a little more success. One is, is you've got to pick out a club that you think you're good at. If you're a good putter and you're just off the green and there's nothing between you and the green, choose the putter. It's always a good option. Secondly, if you are just off the green, you've got to decipher what's between you and your target. If there's a mound there, obviously that takes a low lofted club out of the picture. So make sure you take that into consideration. And thirdly is, is you've got to determine the ball flight necessary to get your ball to the target. If you're hitting to a pin that's some distance away, you're going to need a lower lofted club. Have it get rolling a little faster and go a little further distance-wise. For more on play around the green, getting up and down, Check out the website, t2greenradio.com, or visit your local PGA professional.
North America's longest-running network radio golf show, Tee to Green, from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'm Jay Ritchie. Our guest is Dal Finsterwald, the 1958 PGA champion and the guy who served as director of golf here at the Broadmoor for nearly 30 years. We'll get back to Dow in a moment, but first I want to remind you one more time about the 2013 Howard W. Massini Mile High Long Drive Shootout. It's coming up uh, later this month, three days, August 22nd. That's a Thursday, August 23rd, Friday, and August 24th, a Saturday. The Thursday event is in Keystone at the Keystone Ranch Golf Course. It's a pro-am with a 130 shotgun start. And if you want to play with the long drive pros, it's 175 bucks per player Friday. It's another Pro-Am in Denver at Park Hill Golf Course. This one's a little cheaper, $99 per player. That's Friday, August 23rd. And then on Saturday, it's the Long Drive Championship event itself at Park Hill Golf Course. It starts at 9.30 in the morning, and it'll go for pretty much the rest of the day. That's free and open to the public, so bring, bring the kids, bring the family, bring lawn chairs. Come out and watch these guys bomb the golf ball. Uh, at Park Hill, Saturday, August 24th, the 2013 Howard W. Messini Mile High Shootout in conjunction with the Youth Baseball Foundation of Colorado and the Win the Battle Foundation. More information and registration at DavyJones.MyCustomEvent.com DavyJones.MyCustomEvent.com You can also find more information at our website, tdgreenradio.com Com. We're continuing with Dow Finsterwald, and Dow, it's, it's been fun talking to you. I, I, I've known you for years, but there's, there's some of your background in the early days and how you got started uh, that I that I wasn't aware of, and it's it's been fun talking to you about that. So you you got in the the pro the PGA tour early 50s, then you took a break for a couple of years in the Air Force, and now you came back to the tour, and uh, you you. You won your first event in 1955. Who were the big guns, the big names on tour when you when you first started out? Well, certainly Ben Hogan was, but uh, because of his automobile accident, uh, you know, the Greyhound bus, he had a head-on with right. one of those, and marvelous that he survived, let alone, to, and then came back and won three more U.S. Opens. But physically, I don't think he was able to do the weekend, week-out grind such as Sam Snead did. Uh, Byron had more or less, Byron Nelson, uh, about 47 or 8, after having had that marvelous record of winning 19 tournaments in one year and 12 in a row. Maybe it was 11, but something like that. 11, it it yeah. just was fabulous, but... I, <laughs> the rumor was that he won enough money by 46 that he could buy a ranch, which he wanted, in uh, Roanoke, Texas, just north of Dallas. And So he, he wasn't as active. But Sneed, Kerry Middlecoff won two Opens and a Masters uh, there in the late 40s and uh, early 50s. Uh, Kerry was a marvelous player that you don't just hear quite as much about him as you might. I think he won some 35 championships plus the three majors. Uh, he was a dentist. He had gone through dental school and yeah. 
while he was in the military in the Second War. And so he was Dr. Kerry Middleton. That's exactly. Yeah. He was a full-fledged dentist. <laughs> I don't know how much he actively practiced <laughs> other than golf he practiced. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot, of, a lot of doctors get on the golf course quite a bit. <laughs> I've noticed that. Yeah. So that and those guys were, were dominating then, but I, 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 was, I was looking up some information on you online last night, and I found a 1960 Sports Illustrated cover with you, Arnold Palmer, and Ken Venturi. Golf's Young Guns was the title on that cover. Young Lions. Young Lions. I'm sorry. Yes, Young Lions. I, I think I'd, yeah. I've got a copy of that <laughs> framed there at home. So, so you kind of ushered in you along with Arnold Palmer and 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 uh, geez, Billy Casper and Jack Nicklaus, Gary Player. You kind of ushered in a new era, didn't you? Well, that um, golf. I've, I've I've said this many times, and I still believe it very sincerely that um, golf was very fortunate to have a person such as Arnold make the great finishes and. Uh, the way he handled people, the way he handled situations. Uh, General Eisenhower brought a certain amount of notoriety to the game for his love and of it and the frequency in which he played. And then television came about in the late 50s. And uh, I think the PGA Championship in 58 was the first PGA to be telecast. And in those days, you, everything was done from towers. There was no uh, on-the-course uh, observers making comment. Uh, they just couldn't move the cameras enough, so they were stationary, and they covered it from the four towers. And But all these things uh, led to the popularization of the game of golf, in my opinion. We were lucky to have, to have President Eisenhower, Arnold, and television all kind of strike at the same time. And the popularity was increased greatly because of this. And it is such a wonderful game that once people played it, uh, they liked it. Try it, you'll like it, and it, it stuck. And it had to be tough. Dal Finsterwald, our guest, by the way, just, just going by some of the names you've mentioned here in the last 10 minutes or so, Ben Hogan, Sam Snead, Byron Nelson, Kerry Middlecoff, and then Arnold Palmer, Ken Venturi, uh, Gary Player, Jack Nicklaus. What was the competition like week to week? Was it, it, it had to be brutal just to, not only to finish in the top ten, but to win with, with guys like that, competing against guys like that. Well, there were a lot of good players, very good players, but they're not as big. They weren't as big. They weren't as strong. Well, I shouldn't say that with Arnold there, but uh, golf is so much deeper now in the quantity of quality players than uh, when we were playing. Yes, uh, they're playing for a lot more money. I think the number is 99 players won a million dollars in prize money yeah. last year. I heard that the other day. And that's mind-boggling. But by the same token, and not not as far, but the buck went a little further in 1960 than the other. But it, it uh, it's marvelous the way it has grown, and uh, the competitiveness of it is. We're seeing it all the time now. Guys are going very low. There are more rounds been played in the 50s uh, on the uh, Vicom Tour. Been two or three rounds in the 50s. 
Greenbrier had uh, a 59 shot the last round two years ago to win. Uh, and the guys that are doing that aren't necessarily household names. That's true. And it, <clears throat> it does not detract one bit from what their accomplishment, but it kind of gives you a feel for just how many wonderful players are out there today. Yeah. I'll bet if there was one, one well, of course, the money was different back then but if there was another major difference from when you were playing to now would it be maybe in the camaraderie and the, just the, the friendship among the players well it uh, was kind of a force thing you might say and I it, it wasn't forced but the uh, scheduling of the tournaments were such that you could drive everybody didn't have access to a private jet and I don't say everybody but uh, Guys would share rides, share rooms. Uh, that led to a lot, I think, to more close friendships developing. Uh, stayed at the same motels, the hotel. There was a period where quite a few of the guys, half dozen to a dozen guys, had trailers. They pulled trailers on the tour. And uh, you'd finish playing, everybody go back to the trailer. Not everybody, but... Uh, major segment would go back to the trailer park what was it what drew you and arnold palmer together you guys have been been fast friends since way back when what was about what was the attraction there well we i first met him in the uh, spring of 40 48 high university made a trip through the carolinas to play five matches in five days and uh, he attended Wake Forest, and I think that was the third match I played in my freshman year, in his freshman year. And uh, he shot 29 the first time we played together. For nine holes. For nine holes. And uh, didn't see a whole lot of him, but those matches were played for three years or so and ran in at different uh, college events. Uh, and one of my military stations was at Fort Bragg North well actually Pope Air Force Base which was at Fort Bragg and so I stayed around I was in the Carolinas and he was getting out of he'd been in the Coast Guard so we just kind of the timing <laughs> we're born four days apart yeah they're just uh, a lot of things we ran in he he enjoyed sports other than golf and uh Lived Western movies on television, uh, and we shared rides, and our wives were very compatible. There were just a lot of things that brought us together, and I think our similarity and our love of the game of golf and caring about it, and uh, just a lot of things kind of threw us together, and so we we had a lot of fun, and uh, played some matches. He tells the story recently. Uh, he's repeated it, and I knew it took place because I was part of a golf match. We played against he and Al Besselink, and we had won some money in the morning, 18. We'd played, and they said, you're going to give us a chance to get our money back. And Arnold said, well, you know, Stranny, I've always liked that top coach you had. I'll, I'll play 200 against the, your, that top coach. Well, he won the top coat and still has it to this day. He had new lining put in it. 
but it was vicuna. <laughs> well, vicuna isn't a fabric you hear much about, but I did see it in a magazine the other day. They were talking about cashmere, and they got to vicuna. They said, a sports coat of vicuna, $35,000. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it blew my mind. I, I, I cut that out and sent it to him. said, hey, you better up the, your insurance on that coat, fella. <laughs> All right, Dow Finsterwald. Dow, it's been fun talking to you. We, we decided to give you a little more time to get into your backstory a little bit and your history. And uh, great having you back on Tee to Green. And have fun out in Rochester this week. Well, it's PGA always, well, well, it'll be there. The fun will be there. But it's always nice visiting with you, Jay. And I certainly want to compliment you, how you do your homework. And you make it easy on the people that you have on your show. And I... I, for one, appreciate very much. Well, when it's guests like Dow Finsterwald, it really is easy. We'll be back after this on Tita Green. Listen carefully. First American Student Aid can now help consolidate your federal student loans. We can help lower your monthly payment on federal government student loans. Call us today. We'll review your situation and work towards consolidating your federal student loans. In many cases, we can lower your monthly payment in half or more. It doesn't matter how much you owe, how far behind you are on payments, or even if you are in default on your federal student loans. Call us right now to find out how we can lower your payment in half immediately. Plus, we can stop harassing phone calls, stop the wage garnishment, stop the tax liens, even remove your default status. Consolidate your federal student loans, lower your student repayments, and stop wage garnishments today. Call us now. We can help. 800-949-8707. Prices are for base buildings only. May not be available in some areas. Attention business owners, do you want a stimulus package that really works? Before you spend thousands of dollars more than you should on your next building project, listen to this. General Steel has a stimulus package designed to help you save as much as half the cost of conventional construction on your next building. As much as half. That's right. General Steel can save you thousands of dollars with a pre-engineered steel building designed for your business or church. How about a 50 by 100 foot building for under $30,000? So don't pay thousands more than you should without calling General Steel first and save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. With the projected demand for steel in Japan and China, prices may be skyrocketing. Call 800-965-1298-800-965-1298-800-965-1298. Hi, I'm Joe Theismann. No matter what stadium I broadcast from, I'd always have to find the closest bathroom, just in case I had that sudden urge to go. My prostate was giving me fits, but then I heard about Super Beta Prostate's nationwide million-bottle giveaway, and I got a free bottle. What a difference it made. I don't have to go as often, and I don't have to get up at night as much. Now I wake up refreshed and ready to tackle anything. What's so special about Super Beta Prostate is that it's the most widely used supplement supporting a healthy prostate. Super Beta Prostate has sold over 5 million bottles, and it also has a trusted 10-year history, and it's all natural. 
There's no reason to accept the issues that come with an aging prostate. So get Super Beta Prostate today. Call right now and you'll learn how to get a free bottle of Super Beta Prostate. Pay only shipping and handling. Call 1-800-503-8947. That's 1-800-503-8947. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call 1-800-503-8947. That's 1-800-503-8947. Fastest hour in radio, the quickest hour in golf, and another hour flying by. Time to take you on tour. Quickly, let's run down what's happening. Women's British Open, the Rico Women's British Open at St. Andrews. Of course, yesterday they didn't play the third round. Suspended due to high winds. They finished up the third round, and they're trying to get the fourth round in today. Your third round leader, Morgan Pressel. She overtook uh, Nayeon Choi. Pressel started the fourth round. At nine under par, a two-shot lead over Choi, Hee-Yun Park, and Suzanne Pedersen. Two shots back, uh, heading into that final round. NB Park trying for a grand slam, trying to win her fourth major this year way back, and that's not going to happen. She's not going to be able to win the Grand Slam this year. The PGA Tour, well, there's a couple of events going on. The Bridgestone Invitational at Firestone in Akron, Ohio, and the Reno Tahoe Open, where they use a Stableford scoring system, and Gary Woodland has a seven-point lead over second-place Brandon Steele. That's a system where you get points for birdies and and eagles, and you lose points for bogeys and double bogeys. Uh, Woodland, 37 points. Brandon Steele with 30 points heading into the last round today. And at the Bridgestone, of course, Tiger Woods, if he wins, and he's got a seven-shot lead heading into the final round, it'll be his 79th win 79th PGA Tour victory, leaving him three behind the great Sam Snead. Tiger with that 61 a couple of days ago, 15 under par. Henrik Stenson in second at eight under par. And Jason Duffner in third, seven under par. Our thanks to Dow Finsterwald for stopping by and visiting with us today. Always an honor and always fun to talk to one of our favorite all-time guests, Dow Finsterwald. Jerry will be back next week. We'll get the horseshoe pitching story from him. (laughs) And uh, we'll see how he did this week. He finished second last year, so he was gunning for the title this year. For Scott Cuddy, our producer in studio, I'm Jay Ritchie. Thanks for joining us. Till next time, hit him long, hit him straight. (laughs) 